Hi, my name is Emeka Morrow and welcome to Growth is Personal. Each week, I share insights and strategies that will equip you to accelerate your personal and professional growth and bring you conversations that will empower you to thrive in life, career and business. Welcome once again to Growth is Personal podcast, your number one podcast on personal growth and development. For those of you who are watching on YouTube or who are going to be uh, listening to this on Spotify or Apple, thank you for always coming back to listen, to learn and grow. I appreciate the fact that you get to download the podcast. You also get to share and give us, you know, feedback on what you, you, you learn from each episode. Today's episode is not going to be an exception to the other episode, but this is going to be a phenomenal one because we have a special guest today on the show. His name is Fikayo Aderoju. I like to call him should I call him FK? <laughs> FK. My mom calls me FK, actually. Really? My mom calls okay. me FK. Okay. I, I just came up with that now. I was like, FK, Fikayo. Okay, good. All right. So just going to do a little bit of introduction of Fikayo, and then we'll get into the conversation. I'm excited as well. I know you are going to be excited to listen to um, our conversation today. Remember, this is all about personal growth. This is all about personal development, how you can advance yourself and take responsibility for your life and your and your and your future. Fikayo is the founder and executive director of Project Impacting Lives, a non-profit organization dedicated to meeting the day-to-day -day needs of people facing homelessness in Canada. Through PIL, which is Project Impacting Lives, he has spearheaded numerous transformative projects, including distributing winter care packages to 1,500 individuals in need, organizing school scholarship funds, coordinating toy drives, and ensuring the distribution of food to the Toronto community. Very soon, I hope that gets across Canada, not Toronto only. But his passion for social change extends beyond PRL. As an executive member of the esteemed York University Black Alumni Network and former head of housing for the Toronto Youth Cabinet, Fikayo has been an influential advocate for marginalized communities. As a captivated public speaker, Fikayo has delivered speeches at York University, McMaster University, the University of Toronto, the Black Diplomacy Global Summit, and the ONPH Conference. He recently received the Princess Diana Award, which is the most prestigious accolade a young person can receive for social action for all humanitarian efforts. In 2022, he became the youngest executive ever in the 25-year history of the Canadian Association of Urban Financial Professionals, where he served on the board of executives as a director of youth engagement and was awarded Cuff's Outstanding Young Achievers Award. Wow. Fikaya has also received the York U Top 30 Under 30 Alumni Award and was named as one of the cover stars of the 2023 edition, making him the first Nigerian ever to grace this cover. If you're Nigerian in the building, give me a <laughs> give me a shout. This is our brother here, man. Okay, Fikaya's influence extends beyond national boundaries with over 5 million page views on LinkedIn. You should follow him on LinkedIn, by the way. He has captivated a global audience and was awarded the Social Media Mogul Award at the Venia Peer Mentor Award Ceremony in 2022. Come on now, with a standing ovation, wherever you are, give <laughs> give a round of applause for Fikaya. As it, you know, we, we welcome you to the show. Thank you, Fikaya, for taking your time to be on the show today. Thank you for having Before you. we jump into the conversation, do you want to just share? Is there anything that I did not capture in the introduction? Ah, I beg. <laughs> I beg. I beg. I beg. Now, <laughs> I, I, I was telling you earlier that thank you truly for having me, you know, on the show. I love the name of the podcast, Growth is Personal. Right. And that's, I think there's a lot to unpack from that. But yeah, like I'm just like wow, I'm truly honored that you you reached out to me and wanted me on wanted me to be on the podcast. But more than that, the way the host of this podcast, Demika, takes this podcast and is so professional with it, and he takes it very seriously, and I admire that, and I'm super happy to be. On Thank the you. Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Shrikaya. Uh, We're going to go straight into the conversation. Oh, share a, a personal journey, because when we talk about personal mm -hmm. growth, where you are today, 
we want to, I, I try to get a, a, a picture of where you've, where you've been or where you're coming mm -hmm. from, right? So can you share your, your journey and what was the pivotal moment that led to you becoming a champion in your field and becoming a force for change? Because truly you're a force for change in your community. Like the things you do, the people you inspire, even beyond the, 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 the boundaries or the, you know, Toronto mm. across Canada, you are impacting life. So what mm -hmm. has been your personal journey and what was the thing that, con that, that spore you into championing this and becoming a force in your, in your field? Okay. Thank you. I will start from the beginning. So I've told Emeka, I'm, I'm not going to do this podcast like how I normally do other podcasts. I'm really going to just like, start from the beginning and actually like tell y'all so the truth is okay i was born and raised in nigeria uh i come from a comfortable family in nigeria right comfortable family um my parents sent me to canada right everything well and good now i actually wanted to be an architect when mm -hmm. i was in in nigeria because my dad would take me to like sites and real estate construction things like that so the, the, i wanted to be an architect and then i came here and the craziest thing is i i said that okay and i got into architectural schools here right mm -hmm. um but i was like if you give me five million dollars to draw whatever these architectural things to be honest i wouldn't because like it's not something I envision myself doing for the rest of my life, mm. right? So I applied to 10 schools, got into architecture, into like eight of them. And then I just put York University Economics, right? And it was just like a backup. It was just like, I know I'm going to get into architecture. But let me just, you know, put York University Economics. So I, I did that. By the time I realized that, oh, I want to actually not do architecture anymore. Decided to go into York University, right? And then I started going to York University. Now, York University was my dream school, right? That was my dream uni. Um, I just love the balance of school academics, right? But also extracurricular activities because I know York has a good standing in both and i mm -hmm. believe and if there's any students listening to this right you should get that mixture of both even while you're in uni right because you don't only want to be strong academically that's very very important and i'm an advocate for that but you also want to be strong right in public speaking you also want to be strong in debating you also want to be strong in other things you also want to be strong in interpersonal skills that's very important right so mm. i wanted that from and i knew york had that so that's why i decided okay i want to go to york now here's the craziest thing york didn't give me admission right mm. so i had to call them right and i told them that um, like this is this is the uni I want to go to. You know, if York didn't answer me, I was I was going to have to go to Guelph, University of Guelph, mm. right? And I told York that I beg, right? Like, and I can remember calling the guidance counselor and and things like that. And I think it was admissions officer or something like that. And finally, they gave me business and society. So I went to first year business and society, switched to economics in my second year right then i was you know doing like the whole school thing i would model things like that still take pictures because i enjoy like modeling i like fashion things like that mm -hmm. so i was in residence right and i can remember being on the phone call with my mom and my mom telling me that oh what? like she gave me the name project impacting lives right and she she's always been doing like skill empowerment and skill acquisition things for like women in Nigeria. So I've grown up around that, right? right? And then in this in in doing that moment, right? She she gave me that oh that project impacting lives name, right? So 
in when i was in residence i was like okay like let's do that so i i always used to do like birthdays right so like 18 year old birthday 19 year old birthday like i would have people come to the house and just party right my 20th birthday god gave me inspiration of doing something so i personally wanted to do something different but god gave me that inspiration of going to distribute stuff on the streets and i was like okay like that's cool just came back from niagara falls with my friends and we distributed like bananas tangerine just went to walmart and fresh co and things like that and it wasn't oh let's start an organization it was let's just support people like because right. we would come downtown and see people with no socks and no gloves and things like that so it was like okay let's help out then the next year i ended up on my friend's couch right i ended up on my friend's couch and that i personally feel was a pivotal moment in my life because up until then i don't think like everything was just like normal you know like regular so there there was no real like shift like that but that for me made me have a lot of empathy for for a lot of people because it made me realize that wow the people on the streets how do they shower how do they brush their teeth right how do they even use the washroom mm-hmm. right like so and i started being very grateful for the fact that i could shower and i was still i still had the roof over my head you know how cold it gets in canada right you know how cold it gets in canada so it made me realize those things and then i was like wow god so the craziest thing in that moment was when imagine sleeping on your first couch and then you are going to buy stuff for people on the streets and the people in the house are looking at you like are you you know and even me i was looking at god like what's like what's going on so you are supporting people facing homelessness while you're on your friend's couch right and and that's we distributed a hundred of those care packages and each care package had warm socks warm gloves toothpaste toothbrush emergency blankets lip balm right Mm. in the care package and that was december 2020 right and then we just kept on doing it that that pandemic year we did it three times we did it in february did it in september we did it december right and it was just rallying around a team of people that were passionate about supporting other people. And here's another learning lesson is that there are people I know that they are cool people and good people, but they just may not be passionate about supporting people facing homelessness, right? And that doesn't mean they are bad people. That just means that's not their passion or that's not what they want to support or what they are passionate about right i didn't bother trying to convince those people right i just focused on the people that i know you see the why you know the reason why we're doing this come on the team let's go and then those people brought on amazing people i know someone that brought on like her whole friend group right and it was like four people joined at the same time right mm. and those people really really helped until today they still help out a lot right so that's how it just ended up growing i said growing growing mm-hmm. <laughs> by may 2022 we had distributed 150 of these care packages right and we got funding from the government to do that and then but last year december of 2022 we did a thousand five hundred of these care packages right and then this year we're looking to do at least five thousand right so the the growth has been there but the most important thing is i would say is making the decision right that Mm. and and it wasn't an easy decision if i'm being honest making the decision of okay my life was make make a meaning like i remember i would 
you know, listen to Steve Harvey and Steve Harvey lived in his car for three years, right? Mm. So I and I can remember, and I was going to school at the same time, and I was doing uh, uh, interviews. I was doing, I was doing like job interviews. I was, you know, looking for opportunity, and you have to. I can remember there was one glass table in my friend's sitting room, and people are playing loud music, and people, are, and it taught me how outside noise can be going on, but I can still zone in hmm. because you. And it's just survival instincts of like um, when you have you'll be shocked when you have no options how you will make mm. it work when mm. your back is against the wall how you make it work right and another thing I I tell people is that I, I use my pain right so I use that pain I didn't put it to waste a lot of people put their pain to waste right mm. they don't use it and am I saying it's easy no is far from easy but is it going to be worth it yes it is it is going to be worth worth it so whatever it is that you're going through right the truth is that there's going to be a learning lesson that could even build a track record not only for you but you can use it to encourage someone else right inspire mm -hmm. someone else and that's that's the truth right and people resonate with stories right Right, right. It right. resonates with stories, so I'll I'll hmm. stop there. I'll stop <laughs> That's a lot of uh, a lot of lessons to pick from that, right? Like, so when you say you were in a friend's couch, like, was mm -hmm. it that you couldn't afford to get your own apartment that you had to stay yeah. on your friend's couch? Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. So hmm. because I was an international student, right, going to to school and working at the same time, I just. It, like living expenses with like rent and stuff at the okay. same time, just as an international student. And uh, like, how much was the this thing? How much were they even like paying for minimum wage jobs? You know, things like that. Like, it just didn't make sense. And the truth is, I'd been in situations where I, I was living in this space and I couldn't afford the rent. And that didn't, that wasn't, a, that wasn't a pretty experience. Yeah, this so, will be reasonable with a lot of the young people who will be listening because we have young people on this uh, on the podcast uh, audience, and I know you know some of them are international students, some mm -hmm. are you know immigrants, mm -hmm. and we resonate with them that even though you know no matter your circumstances, no matter what you're going through, that you mm -hmm. can still make something out of nothing. You can still make it because they have a great great message even mm -hmm. in the mess. Even though it does, it's not a mess. But in any situation you find yourself, you can always make a way, right? So let's let's go. Okay, go sorry, on. sorry, sorry to cut you off. One thing I want to say is that you see that that actually it was so humbling because like you can you can Im imagine like moving all your things and then being on and it, it, it's just a humbling moment right mm. but you like a lot of people would try to keep up with the joneses or like the truth is i looked myself and i was and i called my guy and i was like i just can't afford it do you get what i'm saying and it's mm. not going to be like that forever mm. right it's mm. not but there are some people that may be listening now and they, they are probably working nine to five just to be able to pay rent. But like, if there's a cheaper way or if there's a... Do you get what I'm saying? And yes. I, I, what you're trying to say is if there's a way to cut your... Your, um, your, your cost. Your, your cost, right? Someone like, said cut your cost in your size. But there's a way to cut your cost so that you can be able to live lean so that exactly. you can achieve what you want to achieve. Exactly. Do that. It doesn't mean that you are... You, you're not um exactly you're not, you're, don't you're not, look down on yourself or look down yourself right and that's what come that's and laugh at me there like they they were they were doing all of that and it would happen because it, that's just the way it is like people would come and see you on like they would they would laugh right but you know what you're you're doing you know that it's not going to be like this forever so that's mm. sorry to i cut you yeah of, yes, yeah, right. that's what I want someone that's listening to this that, to pick from this conversation that 
yo like it's not like now i'm renting a space and i can afford the space i'm renting right mm -hmm. but at that time i couldn't and i was saving up to do other things i was chasing my dreams do you mm -hmm. get what i'm saying so mm -hmm. like yeah. it won't be like that's, that that's a powerful lesson there yes you if if it means that you have to delay gratification come mm -hmm. you know uh, humble yourself and take whatever it is that you can start with i, I mean when i came into canada i mean it was one room <laughs> that we could afford right mm -hmm. and it it was it's it's every level at every level you you don't have to keep up with the joneses you don't have to exactly. look the, try to grow like uh Irene would say don't go broke looking rich <laughs> because yep. that's what happens people want to look rich but still they don't have the means to keep up with it but because they don't want what people will say they they, they just keep hurting themselves in the process let's go into the mindset so what are the mindset that mm. has helped you to you know to be to be this kind of person what has mindset that helped you to achieve this level of success what are the mindset that you had to develop so the number one thing i'll say is putting god first hmm. that's that's the number one thing that has helped me right of putting god before any anything you do and seek you first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and learn other things will be added onto you right and one thing that has helped me is this verse of david inquired of the lord right and mm. it and it's always like ah picayo has to inquire of the lord before he does anything right mm. and david asked god should i go and should i go right mm. and god was like ah if you, you go and you would overtake you will surely overtake and he went and he surely overtook right mm. so before you do anything i try as much as possible before i do anything right like if i take on opportunities before there are some opportunities they look so good but god said no or i've not had god tell me yes take that on do this right so that i believe is number one but number two to be honest is just like i said earlier make the decision right that greatness is your portion like make that decision and then be willing to do the work right yeah that comes with that right so don't just say oh yeah i want to be great oh yeah i want to right but be willing to do the the equivalent work that comes with that because the mm. thing is extraordinary requires extra work that's right if not you will be ordinary right Come on now. <laughs> so you you have to if you want to be extraordinary you have to be willing to do extra work if you're not willing to do extra work you can say i want to be um great mm. i want to be blah mm. blah blah if you don't do that extra work you will never be great if you don't have a strong work ethic another thing is be a continuous learner like be an avid learner right so that's true true story here when i was younger i really wasn't like a book guy or reading books things like that but i knew i want to succeed so i um would watch interviews listen to podcasts things like that of great people and then i started realizing that all of them are talking about reading 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 all like and i was like like they're all talking about reading what are people talking about and it was i think it was will smith that just broke it for me because like i've been learning so i personally study successful people and great people because mm -hmm. i just believe if you want to be successful if you want to be great just study people that have done it before you right if if you want to do that same thing so i i started studying them and then will smith was i can remember that was the last person i was like he was talking about reading and learning i was like okay yeah i'm going to start reading and mm -hmm. i have like a whole library there are books all over like my 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 space right so that's one thing of just be and now i'm in love with with reading but here's the thing i know 
the books i like to, i like biographies i like learning about history i like historical podcasts i like podcasts like this where people come and talk about their journey right mm. i like educative and educational um podcasts right mm. so um not only podcasts like documentaries every single week i watch documentaries every single day i listen to a podcast right, right. so right. like this is these are things that i believe of like you're just constantly learning like i yesterday i was at network at three different networking events right so the first one was um the elevate festival the second one was for black founders right in the startup and tech space and the third one was an insurance brokers bash right and i am not in the insurance industry one of my guys is in the insurance industry but i wanted to be there just to learn and i learned about cyber insurance auto insurance home insurance and and i love that because i don't know anything about insurance but i got to learn and i learned about tort law and negligence and if someone sleeps on your lawn because you didn't take out the ice like they could sue you and you know like now i'm telling you stuff like i know it but I <laughs> not up to 24 hours ago well, and yeah. that's that's what it is of just constantly learning and wanting to improve and being humble truly right mm -hmm. being humble mm -hmm. never thinking i'm there yet never thinking i've arrived never thinking oh i'm the big boss so i know everything no just right. constantly put your head down and always be actively listening right like listening mm. to other people's perspective right like don't don't be a know-it-all like or a lot of people listen just so they can respond right but actually listen to understand what the, this person is saying because if you come from the perspective of like i don't know everything i'm talking to a maker now he's going to teach me something because he's lived decades right and he mm. has some experience right and he can teach me something but if i'm like I know everything, I mean, know it all. Then you just be walking around, you know some stuff, but the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know that much. Because if I thought I knew everything, by the time I'm entering the insurance world, you realize, oh, more you don't know jack. Like, I don't know <laughs> anything. In this, this oh, man, come on. I'm loving this. You know like, what you're doing? Like, mm. what this last point is so important. This part mm. of listening. Because I think a lot of times we take it for granted. I was talking to someone the other day. I said, if you know the power of observation, how you can transform mm. your life by just observing. And listen, listening also has to do with it because you are carefully taking in. Mm. What, and let me give you a shocker. This podcast, and mm. people say, oh, sometimes you're asking me, oh, how are you getting sponsors? I said, I'm not after all of those things. This podcast was solely, and it might be a selfish reason, but for me to learn, <laughs> I will shock you. I'm mm. learning because you know the amount of guests I've had sharing mm. with me their life experiences every Friday mm. is learning. Before you guys, before the, my listeners get to hear or see or watch it, mm. I'm already absorbing. It's learning for me, right? So, and I'm listening. Like the things you mm. say, like this active listening is so important because you can take, there's a lot of things you can learn, not from a book, but from just people's experience from people yeah as in the things you share like as one of one of my guests i still chat with him you might know him I'll, I'll drop his name on the podcast morris morris philogen he's he's uh mm. you know he talks a lot about real estate and stuff on linkedin and if you don't follow him you can follow him morris philogen and the things he shared on the on one of our our, our session or podcast episode i still take it today and i'm applying it i mean i, I still sent him a message some days ago say hey this is what i've done with what we we, we did on the podcast that's just mm. to tell you the power of actively listening so thank you for sharing that and for those who are going to be listening this is so important this podcast is not just for me alone even though i'm listening firsthand but it's for someone there to get something because the power of what you hear can change your life right is there's different when you listen like the bible says that i talk i like the fact you're talking about god the bible says faith comes by hearing it is a pause by reading there's a power in hearing because right. once it goes into your ear it sinks into your spirit and your mm -hmm. soul and sometimes you don't even act on it now it could mm -hmm. be in the next five ten years what you have heard begins to come up because it's a seed that's been sown mm -hmm. inside of you right mm -hmm. let me and, preach and, and another thing, don't 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 mm -hmm. just sow when 
things are going bad because a lot of times when things are going bad you just want to just bruh, you just want to relax but it's when things are even going good stack up learn like mm. have those gems have those quotes have those words in your spirit because mm. when things are going when the going gets tough is those words that will come and encourage you oh right? on now come so, on now <laughs> I, just we shared, I, I was talking with someone this week and we said something like uh, about this like the things we have the things we are reaping now I, I'm, I haven't gotten to where i'm going to but this is i'm reaping now mm -hmm. and this is i did 10 years ago some of them i did five mm -hmm. years ago right mm -hmm. but the the, the 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 concern about young people today is that they don't want to invest the time because they're looking for mm -hmm. quick wins they're looking for quick re mm -hmm. returns right mm -hmm. but the, the the power of long term when you're thinking long term is that the things that i'm doing today right mm -hmm. a bamboo would not you know in the next five years you might not even see anything from the bamboo you plant or five months or so mm -hmm. but once it starts coming out it goes high and mm -hmm. stands no matter the wind it will stand firm on the ground and let's another thing just yeah? to add on to that is that when you plant that bamboo for the five months it may look like nothing is going to come out from like i mean i planted you five months nothing is going to but when it starts going you can't stop it yes right so a lot of people that are listening need to understand that when you are planted right there is mm. a season for a time to grow and to sprout and to blossom right don't despise your days of little beginnings don't despise your days of like oh you've planted you are watering you are watering you are watering nobody's seen that process but mm. your profiting will be eminent to all but mm. wait for that season right mm. don't be so don't be like oh see me like yo see me. they will see you do you get what i'm saying like don't be in a haste for people to like notice you or see you it will happen right as far as you are going through the due process as far as you are doing the right things it's going to happen right That's so true. there's no need to rush seasons and there's no need to compare what you are doing now with what someone else has done 10 years ago right because someone else may have done something and has 20 years of experience i was talking with an ins insurance broker yesterday he i asked him how many years of experience 20 years of experience imagine me if i was trying to be an insurance broker and i'm comparing myself with someone that has 20 years of experience like you bro how it that mm -hmm. doesn't even make any sense and that's what it even including me sometimes right i'm mm -hmm. not even saying them sometimes you'll be comparing and you if if you compare yourself it, you end up being sad right because comparison is a thief of joy that's yes. the truth right like yeah. your joy gets sucked away from comparing yourself to others so yes. try as much wow. as possible not to do that good good this is a lot of gems in this in this session uh let's go into the leadership because Mm. Uh, I believe that uh, becoming an influencer in your community takes a lot of leadership, right? Mm -hmm. What are the leadership principles uh, that have guided you in your journey? So the first one... And, and I mean, you shared already some of them. I know when you talk about no, taking I decisions, have... you know, it's one. Like you've, you've, you, you have to take a decision, right? Make a decision mm -hmm. and, and make mm -hmm. the move. That's one, right? Are there other ones you want to add to, add to that? Yeah, definitely other ones, but I wanted to think uh very well before i shared so the first one i would say is leading by example now mm. the the thing is that and i actually got this from michael jordan michael jordan said that i will never ask you to do something that i won't be able to do if i'm telling you to do something it's because i have done it and i am willing to do it as well right so mm. and i got that from michael jordan so even on the pil team right up until a few months ago i was still the one posting on social media i'm st i still submitted a grant yesterday like i don't put myself as i am the executive director i am the founder yes you are that and everybody knows you are that but get into the weeds with the people and don't put yourself on a pedestal but mm. the second thing is that always be looking to encourage and inspire the people right remind them of the why of wh why you're doing whatever it is you're doing so often i think hmm. that's your number one role actually right of 
constantly remind them. So at PIL, I tell people that you see the people on the streets, right? You see the people that are going through these issues, right? Now, we are not in the position to get them off the streets, but our role is to show them that we love them. Our role is to show them that we respect them. Our role is to show them that we care about them. And that's why we're giving our winter care packages, right? And we call them instruments of love because we show that we love and we care about them with these care packages. So I'm constantly reminding the team of why we're doing these things, right? So mm. you and you don't it, it could be in leadership it could be in business it could be in academics regardless of whatever you're leading you have to tell the team and constantly remind them as a leader why is it that you're doing the things you're doing so always be looking to give value as well you know like there was someone i reached out to on the team today and we were talking about some pio stuff but i also asked about her school because I know she's in school and she mm. said thank you for asking right and and the way she responded it allowed me to know that it meant a lot to her right so as as a leader I also feel that you should show love and don't just care about them as oh they are the coordinator in your company they are the coordinator in your team they have a life outside your company they have a life outside your team ask about that life ask about like how is family right like how is every like actually show genuine care towards them like actually care about them right like and i'm not saying you need to be best of friends and go on dinner every single day but actually like show care right like actually yeah. like show love and like for example i just asked about school like how is school how is that going? Because I know in September school just started, right? Like, how is that going? Do you get mm. what I'm saying? So I think those are very, very important things, right? But also uh, on the flip side, I'll also say I spoke about active listening before, but as a leader, you need that more than ever, right? So as a leader, your job is not to be the loudest voice in the room, to be honest. Your job is to guide the conversation to make sure you reach the goal, right? You don't even need to be the oh, one wow. speaking all the time, to mm. be honest, right? And I had to learn that because honestly, mm. and I'm just being frank on this podcast, initially, I really thought as a leader, you're the one that should be doing all the talking, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, nah, like I need to, sometimes I'm a fly on the wall and just guiding the conversation. Sometimes I'm guiding conversations to questions, right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, what do you think about that? Oh, what's your opinion on that? Oh, how do you feel about this, right? So I'm not even telling you necessarily even what to do. I'm just even getting insights and seeing what your opinion is on things, right? And until we reach the right goal. But another thing as a leader is because when you are leading a team, sometimes there's conflict, right? So you need to make sure you always listen to both sides of the story right, right so right. make sure that you do not only listen to one side and you neglect another side make sure you also listen to both sides of the story um but also as a leader you need to show dedication because nobody is going to want to follow you nobody is going to want to everybody honestly everybody wants to say that's my leader that's do you get what i'm saying right. everybody wants to say that that's my president that's my ceo that's everybody wants to be proud of their leader right but when you're always slacking off you're always late to meetings you never show up you like you know you don't really even show genuine care towards the team or towards what you're doing then how do you expect the team to be like everybody else is just going to be like yeah doesn't seem like you care that much so who are we to care uh, like if you don't care and you are the one that started it then will i care more than you mm -hmm. right so right. by the time you show genuine like dedication commitment that is also very important regardless of because there's sometimes where people may not even be as passionate as right. you about something right don't stress about that focus on the people that are passionate about it and don't 
don't try and convince people to be passionate about something right right, right. people that mm. resonate with mm. what you're doing right bring those people on the team right mm. because the more you you know it's like if you have a product right and you why am i going into sales right now <laughs> if, you, if you have a product and you I, I used to be a sales guy before if you have a if you have a product and you know you like the product and you think the product is good now there's some people that definitely would really like that product but there's some people that will be like eh, it's not that it's not that good right instead of trying to convince those people because those people also drain your energy because i'm like you are actively trying to convince them go for the people that are like wow i think this is amazing i think this is great i would love to get this right and i took that same um principle towards leadership of mm. i'm not going to be looking for people and chasing people at pio we have a we don't know what to do with volunteers problem as opposed to a we are looking for volunteers problem right because mm. we're trying to and we're bringing people on that are like we love what you do we want to do what you do right we want to be a part of what you do as opposed to trying to get everybody that you know is out there and be like you should volunteer with us no you should volunteer with us because you understand and you know and you love supporting other people and supporting people. your community not um everybody so great 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 one there <laughs> Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of gems you just dropped. Uh, let's go. Let's shift the conversation to community now. So, mm. many of our listeners uh, may be looking to make you know meaningful com uh, impacts in their communities, and you've been doing you know phenomenal work in your community. What advice do would you have uh, for someone who is just starting you know to make a difference and may not even know where to begin? Like, how how did you start yours? So the first thing I would say is what piques your interest like the most like what cause right so for me is homelessness but even right now is unemployment right there's a mm. lot of people that are unemployed and looking for opportunities and i'm realizing that how do you curb or, or support people facing homelessness you help them get a job so that's the next phase of what i've started looking into but yeah, like these are issues that like they keep me up at night. I'm thinking I'm not keeping me up at night like I'm worried. No, they keep me up at night of hey, God is giving me ideas. I'm writing stuff down. Like um, it gets me excited. What is that for you? For some people, it may be climate change. For some people, it may be gender inequality. For some people, it may be trying to optimize a an AI system in a part of Amazon. Or so, some people, it may just be different what is that thing for you right mm. that's the first step figure out that thing that like you're so passionate about because everybody is interested in something right, right. or is it like there's something that for some people hopelessness that's not their zone and that is fine video games optimization may be your zone right mm. um something else may be your so like baking cooking like something else maybe your zone figure out that zone that's the first thing and then the second thing i would say to be honest is to make sure you do a small case study in that thing so mm. you can learn all of that stuff but actually go out and do something about it mm. right so if you want to make an impact in your community right go out and actually you see people they don't have sweaters right go out and actually help Act like you see people are hungry go to mcdonald's go to tim hortons actually get them for like a, a meal from mcdonald's it could be two people you've made an impact because someone else has done nothing about it they've just been mm. wishing for so long by the time you help two people, you start having the conversations because if you just stay in your house, right, and you are so consumed by the thought of doing it, I'm telling you that the, the, the way we've learned the most is by actually taking action, 
That's right. Because how do you even know how to speak to them? How do you even know how to have conversations? Right? The thing is, nobody told me that I'm going to get the product and the packages is one thing. Actually handing them out is a whole different ballgame. The first time, I was scared. <laughs> like, mm. I was like, oh, take this. Like, you have to, as a human being, you have to have a conversation. Now, I know how to have that conversation. But four years ago, I was like, uh, like, wh what do I, what do I tell you? What do I, you know? So, mm. like, that's what I'm saying. Of, and that is, there's no course on that. You have right. to actually go on the field, right? To mm. give it out. And then you learn. That's how I did it, right? There's no course on how to speak to people facing homeless there's no cause in that. like you know mm. so yeah whatever area you're in the second part is to get the things you want to do right know that thing that is route that that fires up your bones second thing is to actually go and do it doesn't have to be on a big scale it could be on a small scale um the third thing is to make sure that you are constantly seeing how it is possible. You're constantly seeing how this matters. You are const like you're constantly feeding your mind with, this is possible. People are doing this. Like this, this makes sense. This matters, right? Mm. And then you could get mentors in those in that space. space. Right? Mm. Or, right. No, I, I had mentors, but the, those were my peers. Those. Like there's some initiatives I have now that my I'm I'm scared to do, but the people around me are like you. You need to do this. Like you, like you have to do. Like they they see the like they see the vision. They get it. They 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 know why we're doing this, right? So you need those people around you that can encourage you and see your vision and they're like what. Of course, you should do that because you yourself, you may be scared. You may be like, ah, I don't know how they will react. I don't know how this can happen. I don't know. Like you, we tend to overthink and tend to, ah, I don't know. What would this person say? What would, like, how is this going to happen? Mm. But there are some people around you that are like, Fikayo, you, like, this has to get done. This, even till today, there are some people around me. Till to this morning, I sent out, I went to do like a design for some things I'm working on. Me, I'm scared about it. I know it's going to be good. By God's grace, it's going to be great. But I'm like, ah, it's going to happen. Blah, blah. But there's someone that I've told that I'm accountable to that right. is like, Kayo, like, you have to get this done. Like, hmm. think about the people you could inspire. Think about the people you could help by doing this. Do you get what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. okay. Like, you're focused on the end goal as opposed to focus on the things that at the end of the day, don't really really matter in the grand mm. scheme of things you said you shared amazing points like first understand the the, the, the passion find, identify what it exactly you know sets your soul on fire and the thing is that people neglect this they say oh why are you finding passion passion doesn't the truth is you have some people have to start from passion you just have to start from the things that you know is laid in the heart and as they keep building on that it might expand to something else and maybe become more structured right but start from there and I like the fact that you mentioned go get a, get a case study, do something. I remember when I started this podcast, for example, someone mm. said, "Hey, are you gonna get a? Uh, how are you gonna get guests?" I'm like, "No, right now I want to get a case study. Let's, let's get a 25 episode, then I can start talking about guests." And guess mm. what? At 25 episode, I said I was going to guess guess were the ones reaching out. And mm. if I was a guest, I reached out to. She said, "Emeka, I have been waiting for your invitation." Wow. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I have people wow. writing from US, writing from different um, Australia, wow. just to be on the podcast. Sometimes I even deny some not because mm. the values don't sink, right? Mm. Uh, so you have to go get case study. No matter how small it is, go mm. out and do it. So brilliant, brilliant point. And the part of mentorship uh, mm. or, or having someone accountable to, right? It's so important mm. because sometimes you can't do this alone. You can't be in isolation and think you can get anything done, right? Mm. Let's go on to... Uh, building a personal brand, um, an mm. online presence can, you know, help in this whole work that you do. Like, how have you been able to um, use online platforms to, you know, um, 
reach out to people and build your own personal brand. Can you say something around that lines? So for me, people, for me, online brand and online presence has really been documenting. Like, and, mm -hmm. and for people is different. For me, I, I look at it as, okay, some people will take out the time and say, this is what I want to be known for this. Uh, but me, I'm just like, I want to document my, my experiences. Why? Hmm. Because I want my children in the future, hmm. right? To be able to look back and be like, this is how my dad was when he was this age. Like there, there was how I was when I was 17 and 18 and that's on YouTube. And it's totally different from how I am now at 24. Like, it's totally mm -hmm. different, right? And there's how I'll be when I'm 30. And there's how I'll be when I'm 35. Like, these are different. Like, I'm growing, right? So mm -hmm. that's how I want a lot of people to look at, like, personal brand. And, like, that. that's a lot of grammar and a lot of... Look at it as there's how you are. There may be a 30-year-old listening to this right now, right? Like... There's what you've learned till when you're 30. Share that with other people. Deliver value, right? What you actually enjoy doing. I love encouraging and inspiring people. I love showing people that regardless of whoever you are and wherever you're from, you can still make something out of your life, right? So that for me is what I try as much as possible to do with my LinkedIn, with my Instagram, right? Like that is my online brand. And for you, it may be something totally different. It may be, I have a passion for knitting, right? So don't make it complicated for yourself. Do your knitting. Show people five different knitting techniques. Show people five different sewing um, techniques. Show people five different ways or five different things I have knitted in the past, right? And show people, here is what it looks like. Here is how long it takes. Like, and then people know you as the knitting girl. People know you as the knitting guy, right? Now you've developed an online brand, but you weren't really trying to develop an online brand. You're just showing people what you do, but you were also documenting it because hmm. now people know you for this. Yes, right? Now, if there's a knitting conference, they'll call you for that. <laughs> I'm just giving wow. I'm giving it a you guess. made it so simple. Like that's the truth. Like document your journey because I think a lot of times people just overcomplicate this whole exactly. personal branding, online presence, Don't you know, content marketing, sharing, and all of that. Just document if you can document, and you you are. It is up to you to know what you want to document online, right? Exactly. People say, "Oh, I don't want to share my personal life." Nobody will ask you to share your personal Nobody life. Nobody asks you, right? Nobody asks you for your personal you know, life. Like you said, I like the fact that you said one of the reasons, one of your why, is that you want your kids to be able to see what mm -hmm. you have done, what you have said, your journey, and it inspires them. And that's the truth. Documentation, because I always tell people that as much as we live on this earth, the scripture says, "Occupy." till I come. Now, exactly. that occupy, not, you know, occupy physical space, you know, in type of real estate, and I'm passionate about that as well, but occupy digital space, right? Let your message, because I, 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 I oftentimes picture, what if Christ was in today? Do you think he wouldn't document his journey when he was in Damascus or in Galilee? He would document it. So when you simplify the process that is just about documenting your journey, then personal branding becomes easy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's uh, to wrap things up, I just want to just share quickly what has been your, uh, how have you been able to balance your personal growth and community engagement? Because I know it's demanded. It requires a lot of time and investment. How are you able to balance those so that you can still be growing while still giving back? So, to be honest, there is no balance. Hmm. in my opinion right so right before um right before i came on the podcast i was warming up jollof rice and chicken um, <laughs> i i was listening to apostle arome osai like and i was like so and right before that i was like in the library responding to emails right like so like i'm not like my life is just synced 
So mm. I have the things like I do. Like it's not, it's not a chore for me to watch a documentary. It's not a chore for me to want to read books, right? Like that's not a chore. Like these are not, it's not a chore for me to learn because people make it a chore. They're like, I have to do this. No, you get to do that. I, I'm mm. excited. After this podcast now, probably get to jump up in a meeting and have another meeting at like maybe three or two. But in between those 30 minutes, I'll probably be eating jollof rice and be... <laughs> I listening. like that. I'll, I'll be listening to... <laughs> as real as it gets. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be listening to a motivational video mm. or I'll be trying to read a book or listening to a podcast. Mm. So it's like I'm constantly engaged. I'm constantly being inspired. Right, and that's one thing I want people to know is that even when I was on my friend's couch, I didn't give my mind breathing space to be like, ah, oh, you're on your friends. I was constantly making sure that you're inspired. Oh, wow. Like, no, this is not the end. There is a way out. This is not that's the right. end. There is a way out. Constantly letting yourself be inspired, be engaged, making your mind dream. Right, mm. and not going, wow, this is the end. No, because mm. the best is yet to come. Right. Mm. So that's one thing that is very important of making sure that I've figured out um, a rhythm of this is what I actually enjoy. So I do that. Mm. And that helps me with the personal growth. Right. I have, I literally have a whole routine listed that is right here. It's like wake up, drink water, lift, do, do this, do this. Like, it's it's a whole routine it's a it's a rhythm right and your body gets in in sync so i would tell people to take the time and figure yourself out right like take out the time and go my name is cynthia what does cynthia actually like right is it okay i want to go to the gym in the evening i want to go to the gym in the morning i want to listen to this at this time Oh, I don't like podcasts. I prefer audio books. Oh, I don't like audio books. I prefer physical books. Like, don't just take a maker's word for it. Don't just take Rikaya's word for it. Like, actually take out the time, try different things and see what actually works for me. I've taken out the time to go what works for... Because people give advice on balance from their own perspective. What, mm. How do they balance all this? But I'm like, you need to actually, as an individual take out the time to realize how to what you like first of all right mm -hmm. what you actually enjoy because it's not you won't be trying to balance it because you actually enjoy it right. so any small thing you're like oh more i love skipping skipping rope i yeah. love it so any small thing i'll go my skipping rope is here i'll carry my skipping rope with my shorts and my t-shirt and i'll go outside for a quick 15 minutes you do your you are excited about it because you've taken out the time to figure out what you enjoy so in terms of balance right like take out the time figure out what you enjoy and then go out and do those things and it won't be like oh i have to listen to that podcast it's like Come on. like i have yeah. like five podcasts to listen to today but i love it mm. do you get what i'm saying and i don't try and listen to uh, um different but like there are specific topics that i know this this is my zone not that i won't listen to other things so yes but i know things i actually enjoy right so mm -hmm. i advise everyone to actually figure out what do you specifically enjoy hmm. i think the, the the word that bounce out of what you're saying for me is find your rhythm like mm -hmm. know know what makes your life flow like find your flow and once you find your flow every other thing will balance <laughs> because the truth is we try to bring all this stuff hey this is how you do it this is how you should do it and we become so confused right find your balance someone's asking me hey like after this podcast i have another session and it's not like it's a walk it's just because i have found my rhythm and i'm still building that on that right once you find your rhythm life itself will just become you know life will be easy let me use it that way now we go to the final three questions and we we'll wrap things up. Number one, what is the worst advice you've received when it comes to, you know, um, becoming the best that you can be or even your um, community involvement? What is the worst advice you've received? Some people say I should stop. 
<laughs> Some people say I should stop. Huh? <laughs> so oh, what do you, you know what, what are you really doing? Like you know, and or who and are you to be doing all this? Who are you know? You know mm. And and I can remember there was a time he actually got to me. Um, mm. there was a time he actually got like I was like, oh my, like are we actually wasting our time? That like, you know, and people were saying, oh, you're not really like getting people off the street. Like what are you actually doing? And and I went to the people on the streets and I went to ask them, like, is, is are these care packages actually helping? And the people said, yeah, like, it's, it's actually helping. I was like, okay, you should just keep quiet because yeah. you are in your nice penthouse, you're in your nice three bedroom, four bedroom. You don't know what it is like to be on the street and you are giving your own opinion on these things while you're doing nothing about okay. it, right? Meanwhile, the people that are actually on the street that were supporting are saying, they're even giving us insight. They're giving us tips. They're telling us other places that we should go and support, support. right? So mm. in, so that's the worst. And the thing is, opinions are cheap. That's the truth. Like, everybody has an opinion because it's cheap. Like, you can just come out and say, you know. But I just, now I'm like, right now I do even... If you see any, I'll just keep quiet. I'm not even going to <laughs> respond. Do you get what I'm saying? So that for me was, and I think it was a learning lesson because it built a resilience, right? Because mm. like, I'm glad I didn't just like stop when they were like, ah, stop. Like, what are you, you know? I'm glad I didn't just That's good. stop. That's good. That's good. So the next question is, what is the best advice you've received that has you know gotten you to where you are today best advice the power of relationships that's that's been the best advice right mm -hmm. the power of relationships over the couple the past couple of years i've gotten to and i, I got this from my parents right my, mm -hmm. my parents gave me that insight of you may be great in in as an individual right but the people around you can mm. help you get where you never imagined. To the glory of God, we get flown out to speak at different spaces, right? And different cities. We we're just in Alberta a month ago, but that was through relationships. I get them reaching out your your network. So that that has been like very pivotal for me. Of I'm like ah like. Bro, there's so there's so much you, your life can change with one one mm. one solid relationship of someone that is not only is you know there are people in your life that whether you win whether you don't win is fine they are cool with it right like mm. they are not disturbing you they are also not trying to help you right mm. but mm. they are like they are cool they are just chill and they may even be your friends in quote but there are people that i have started realizing and i intentionally have in my life now that these people are like ah, if the so they see is not winning here that africa has to win there like they you not winning affects them they are very concerned mm. about like and that was one of my guys, he took me to the insurance broker's bash yesterday. Do you get what I'm saying? That's and true. he's in insurance and he's like, yeah, come. Like, And I don't know anything about insurance. So there are people I believe that you need like that you need to have in your life that wants you to win. Like they, you know, Emeka not winning is a no-no for them. They're like, ah, Emeka has to win. Mm. Because there are mm. some people that Emeka will have in his life. And it's like, if Emeka wins, fantastic. If he doesn't win, it's cool. Do you get what I'm saying? But yeah. there are people that, make, the people that need to be around Emeka are people that are like, Emeka has to win by fire hmm. like force. Hmm. Hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's, right. that's, that's the people I have around me right now of like, bro, and I am the same person for them as yeah. well. That's right. right. We're, we're always looking at, how can we 
that's why somebody would bring you into their own space because you you don't and immediately as we got there i saw somebody i knew that was the chairman of the canadian black insurance professionals right as soon as i got there and then he touched base maybe something can come out of who knows mm. do you get what i'm saying but mm. it shows you that having those because someone else will be like ah don't come into my zone no stay where you are do you get what i'm saying yeah 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 bro i feel so, man I feel having man. people around you that are like emeka has to win he may be winning in that area but in all areas he has to he has yeah, to man. win that's right that's right that's so powerful that's so powerful and i hope that you know we have those kind of people in our lives like it's it's so powerful it can change your life forever like yeah thanks thanks for sharing that the last question is what is your if you're to give a one piece of advice right now as we wrap things up mm. in one word or two what would you say right. to and then we need more context into your to a 22 year old or 25 year old now make impact today make 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 impact today or make your life count today right mm. like don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next year. Make your life count Thank today. Right? Oh, like let, let let somebody be thanking God that you are alive. Make your life count today. Wow, that's a that's a beautiful, powerful way to to wrap this episode of our podcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you love this episode, share it with your friends on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. If you haven't already done so, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our episode and give us a rating. This will help our podcast get more visibility to those who don't know about this podcast. Remember, your growth is personal. No one is responsible for your personal growth but you. Stay blessed.